weekend. Uh, they're really going after Dennis Allen right now on the social media uh, area, uh, whether it be Twitter or Facebook. Um, boy, they're screaming right now. Of course, uh, I guess a few days, things are simmer down a little bit, and uh, we'll see what goes through in the meantime. Uh, but uh, NFL news. Um, hey, hey, Dennis Allen didn't tell Mark Ingram to step out of bounds. Yeah, uh, but, you know, Mark Ingram uh, came back he and did, apologized. He did. I, I respect he, he, that. Yeah, he said he knew he knew better and he should have uh, gone down uh, instead of going out of bounds. Uh, but, um, uh, Woods, you got to, you know, good football players uh, always are thinking and um, just little things like that, uh, going down when you catch a pass or to get the clock continued to running, just the little things like that, intricacies that uh, make a difference in the uh, teams that win and the teams that lose. Right now, the Saints uh, have uh, lost nine games, have won four, and uh, doesn't look like the ship will be righted any time in the near future. So, but uh, there's some promise. We'll see what takes place and all. So, elsewhere in NFL news, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo thinks he can still play uh, this year. No surgery needed. Uh, yeah, they think perhaps he could return in the postseason. Yep. So, uh, good news for the. Uh, 49ers, but uh, the Purdy kid who came in and played for him did a good job uh, in in the meantime and late in the second quarter and also in the second half. They put up 33 points against the Dolphins to take them down. Uh, and as you mentioned, uh, no surgery needed. Uh, Tuesday, doctors concluded that Garoppolo did not suffer a, a Liss Frank injury to his broken left foot and will not need surgery. If rehabilitation goes well, he has a chance to return in seven to eight weeks. Well, that's cutting it close, so they've yeah, got five. <laughs> you know, uh, if they get a buy uh, with regards to that. So we'll see how that take place. Anyway, uh, Purdy, as I mentioned, uh, he's a kid from Iowa State that was – he wasn't Mr. Irrelevant, I don't believe, was no, he? No, no, no. But he was a seventh-round draft choice, I do believe. And uh, I think the Cajuns had beat him, uh, I think, the – First to second game the two COVID years year? ago, yeah, His opening game, yeah, yeah, where the uh, Peter LeBlanc kick caught a, returns, yeah, two a kick punt return, a kickoff return, and Peter LeBlanc had like a seventy-five yard uh, reception for a touchdown that beat him thirty-three to fourteen, something like that, thirty-one fourteen. In the meantime, uh, other big news around the NFL: uh, Baker Mayfield has found a landing spot. And, you know, they're talking about he might be uh, able to play a little bit. I think they play Thursday, Thursday night. night. Um, it would be interesting to see if he could. Uh, and, again, you, you don't send him with the full playbook. You tell him, uh, you know, keep it basic and see um, what he can do. Yeah, pretty much. It's just picking up the, the jargon, you know, with the different uh, – uh, uh, I guess the wording and all with the playbook of, you know, just a, a button hook or a square in or a, a post pattern. Uh, they're just different terminology in each uh, team. But, uh, you know, it's all pretty much the same. Uh, of course, it's get accustomed to the guys you're playing with and knowing their tendencies with what they're going to do with regards to uh, uh, a certain play or a break or uh, how they'll run a pattern. Um, so it'll be interesting, but uh, the Rams claim him, and uh, and I even think the Rams' backup has got some issues too now uh, with regards uh, to that after they've uh, basically said Stafford uh, looks like he's pretty much done for the year. I think he's on IR. Yeah, yeah he is on IR, and, uh, of course, you can come back after four weeks, but I think his neck injury is uh, – I don't think he's played since the Saints game, uh, what, three, four weeks ago when the Saints uh, beat the uh, Rams. But, uh, 
anyway, uh, Thursday night against uh, the Raiders and uh, the prophecy of uh, sending a playbook to him, uh, you'd think he'd already be out there. He'd flown out there as soon as they claimed him, uh, got a ticket and took off. Um, so we'll see what Mayfield uh, will he enter the game. Should be interesting uh, in that regard. So uh, Saturday the Rams put the quarterback, uh, last Saturday I should say, they put Matthew Stafford on the injured reserve because of a spinal cord contusion. Man, uh, I've been there. I know what that's like. Elsewhere, uh, Stafford has been sidelined since the injury in his neck and, and week 11. With the loss, it's week 14, I believe, this week. And uh, Coach McVay said Stafford felt some numbness in his legs after taking a hit in that game. So uh, although he's eligible to return in week 17, they said there's, there's not a good chance that he'll play again this year. So backup quarterback John Wolford uh, started the Rams' week 13 loss to the Seahawks but was checked out several times by team doctors. Uh, the medical staff during the game, he was listed on the injury report Monday with a neck injury and was estimated to be a limited participant Tuesday, and uh, as they held, the Rams held a walkthrough yesterday. So uh, if Mayfield doesn't play, either Walford or third-string quarterback Bryce Perkins will start Thursday night's game. Perkins started the Rams' Week 12 loss to Kansas City, while Walford was injured. So, uh, boy, the Rams, Super Bowl champs, What a, man, what a tough year they're having right now uh, in uh, regards to uh, finding quarterbacks and just winning some games. Uh, it's hard to believe uh, they, that Yeah, team, they weren't lighting it up with Matthew Stafford. No, he, he started off the year just uh, woeful. Cup was having a decent year, not a great year, as he's a, come to uh, claim to in the last few uh, uh, few years as they picked him up from Detroit. But um, anyway, we'll see what uh, transpires and how that's all going to take place. Elsewhere, uh, you know, the Cowboys have some concerns with OJB. As uh, Jerry Jones was talking uh, about it, their concerns at the physical that uh, his recovery from his torn left ACL in the Super Bowl has not progressed enough to ensure that he will play before uh, mid-January, source tells ESPN. And uh, there's a possibility that signing Beckham would uh, close out his two-day visit with the Cowboys on Tuesday. They would have no benefit to the 2023 season. Of course, uh, OJB uh, underwent uh, a physical on Monday, met with the Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and his family, spent the night with uh, Micah Pearsons and Trevor Diggs at the Dallas Mavericks uh, game in, uh, against Phoenix. Asked at halftime what the Cowboys' chances of signing him were. Beckham told uh, a reporter that uh, with a big smile, it's a good possibility. Of course, Jones uh, remained non-committal during the appearance. He was concerned about not uh, allowing some sort of serious workout uh, that uh, maybe Beckham wanted to sign before a serious workout, and Jones was a little hesitant to do that, uh, to commit to that idea. Uh, Also, you know, what also could come into play, too, according to uh, the NFL Players Association, the Cowboys only have $6.3 million in salary cap room. You know, would OJB want more, or would he get incentives, a signing what, bonus? For three games? Yeah. You know, come on. Yeah, so uh, in the meantime, uh, uh, anyway, uh, Dicey salary cap situation. Cowboys have 19 players set to become unrestricted free agents this year. So uh, that's going to be big news. So, uh, you know, he flirted with the Giants again and also with the Bills, but uh, that didn't take place. I don't know if it still can. It might, but uh, we'll see uh, what uh, OJB uh, is going to do in the next uh, few days. Uh, will he sign? Will somebody take after him? I'm not sure. Also, also, Jeff, uh, other uh, in, uh, NFL news. 
you know, the Bears traded Quinn to the Eagles and, uh, you know, didn't he lead the NFL in sacks last year, I do believe, uh, Quinn, when he was playing with the Bears last year? Well, uh, lo and behold, uh, he's only got one so far with uh, the Eagles when the Bears traded him, I think, for a fourth-round draft choice. And uh, he just uh, looks like he's slated to have his knee scoped this week and um, other news around the league. So uh, the Eagles um, acquired him, as I mentioned, with the Bears late October before the trade deadline for a fourth-round pick, period in five games. For the Eagles, has zero sacks and two tackles. Mm. Anyway, uh, in other moves, the Eagles averted. Uh, they're making some changes, too. Uh, so a lot of news around the NFL right now uh, with regards to uh, players and movement and injuries and how that's all going to come into play. Uh, just looking uh, elsewhere at other news. Uh, they also talked about the uh, the rookies in the NFL this year with the draft, and they say it looks like the draft was really solid this year. The number one rookie that comes up is Sauce Gardner. I think he's a former Cincinnati uh, uh, Bearcat uh, cornerback with the Jets. He's got 50 tackles, two interceptions, 15 pass defended, and he was the number four pick in the draft. Chris Olave, he's the number two right now uh, as a rookie. He's got 60 catches for 887 yards, three touchdowns. Of course, he was drafted number 11 by the Saints. Garrett Wilson, uh, another wide receiver, 57 catches with the Jets, 790 yards, four TDs. So he's drafted 10th course uh he was also uh the bookend to alave at ohio state elsewhere the cornerback Tariq woolen uh with the seahawks he's got 45 uh, tackles six interceptions 12 passes defended got a td two fumble recoveries and one block kick he was the number 153rd uh pick uh running back damian pierce who looks like he's on track to gain a thousand yards he's got 861 right now uh he's had a pretty good year for the uh Houston team, along with Kenneth Walker. What more can you say about that young man? He's got 138 carries, 649 yards, but he's only come on the last uh, few, I guess the last month at all. So uh, we'll see how he'll play out. And of course, Aiden Hutchinson that the Bear, uh, that the Lions took as uh, uh, the number two pick. He's got 33 tackles, six sacks, two interceptions, and a fumble recovery. Of course, he was a young lad that played at Michigan last year along with Christian Watson at Green Bay, 25 catches, 401 yards. So uh, a lot going on with the rookie draft. Looks pretty strong uh, in that regard. Uh, of course, uh, Jack Jones at the cornerback with the Patriots, 30 tackles, two INTs, five passes defended, one fumble. So uh, a lot of uh, players. Uh, they talked about just missed uh, Drake London from Atlanta, the Falcon wide receiver, George Pickens, a wide receiver with, uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, uh, Kenny Pickett who's uh, taking over starting role uh, for the Steelers. So um, a lot going on in the NFL right now. And as I mentioned, uh, we opened the broadcast. The uh, Saint fans and social media are uh, heating it up right now uh, in that regard. So in uh, some uh, other news uh, around uh, college football, too, uh, with regards to that, it looks like uh, LSU, the, the portal is starting to open. I think uh, it opened Monday think they have to sometime in january where they can enter it's the a port. 45 day window yeah so uh i think it opened monday the 5th so at 45 days uh, my math that should be around the 18th of january well uh one young man from uh, a couple young men from lsu uh, have entered the portal uh, jack besh uh, the young man from st thomas moore has entered the portal and said he was one of the toughest decisions that he ever had to make uh, uh leaving the tigers and entering the portal along with demarius mcgee 
and Antoine Sampa. Sampa. Uh, also, those three Tigers have entered the uh, transfer portal uh, in that regard. So we'll see how um, that's going to affect the Tigers. Of course, recruiting season's right around the corner. The first signing date uh, for high school football players is uh, December the 21st, which uh, from today uh, would be uh, 15 days, so a little over two weeks uh, in that regard. So we'll see what uh, will take place in that uh, elsewhere. Anyway, quickly, I found some uh, high school football, uh, football, high school baseball scores last night. Basketball. Yeah, and basketball. And uh, the uh, some girls' scores, we'll give the ladies. Uh, the New Iberia High ladies uh, lost to St. Thomas Moore, 46-37. Uh, elsewhere, Catholic High's girl, uh, girls basketball team beat Centerville 47-13. Uh, Lorville. Uh, lost to Berwick by the score of 33-19, to their girls' basketball team. On the boys' side, uh, Nish lost to St. Thomas Moore's uh, boys' team by a score of 52-36. Uh, 50, uh, 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 oh, check that. New Albert High played uh, Franklin. They lost. Uh, they won 69-58. St. Thomas Moore beat Dunham. 52-36. St. Martinville lost to Port Allen, 63-34 to for some high school basketball scores here and around the area. Then, uh, I was trying to find a few others, too, with regards to uh, high school scores and uh, for the local area. Uh, Did you have the Como score? No, I didn't. Go Maybe ahead. Terra, 56-19. And let's see if I uh, have any others. Uh, Kaplan uh, beat Acadiana Renaissance, 58-45. Lafayette over Abbeville, 56-53. LCA beat Northwest, 71-48. Yeah, I've got another score here, girls basketball. Delcom, uh, girls down Erath, 41-35. Um, trying to see if I have any other local scores here that I didn't mention. Uh, I knew the Catholic High boys played, I think, last night. Don't have a score from them. Ascension Episcopal uh, boys lose to Opelousas Catholic, 72-61. I mentioned the St. Martinville-Port Allen score. Uh, Did you have the Turling score? No, I didn't. 67-29 over Highland Baptist. Yeah, the Catholic High girls played tonight against David Thibodeau. Of course, they won last night against Centerville. Um, now I'm running into football scores from last Friday night, so... Uh, that's about it with uh, some of the high school basketball scores. If you hear some of those scores, uh, we appreciate maybe uh, you uh, get them into us, and we'd like to announce them each, uh, usually uh, Wednesday morning. And, uh, of course, uh, Friday when they play a lot of their games, uh, we won't have an opportunity until Monday. But we'd like to keep uh, our local scores. We've got seven in the parish that uh, play basketball. We'd like to stay up with those scores and all. So, uh, anyway, let us know. Did you have the Patterson Southside score? No, I didn't. 45 to 40, Patterson over Southside. I'm seeing uh, two uh, scores, and I know you referenced Nish Franklin. Uh, is there a Franklin Academy? Yes, I think there is. Because at one point, the AP lists them uh, Nish beating Franklin Academy, and then it just says Nish beat Franklin. Same score. But, okay. Uh, but. Uh, I, I, now that you mentioned, I'm thinking of another school, but uh, in the western part of uh, St. Mary Parish, you have uh, West St. Mary, uh, Franklin, Hanson, uh, uh, Centerville. That, I can't think of any other, unless it's a charter school. 
that we're not aware like ben of. Ben Franklin, you know. In New Orleans, yeah, but they're located out on the lakefront. They used to be on Carrollton by uh, the Camellia Grill. Elsewhere, uh, I, I found this interesting, and we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back uh, from our break in the next uh, few moments. But, uh, you know, Major League Baseball had their lottery drawings last night. And uh, Major League Baseball uh, doing uh, something similar to what the National Basketball Association has done uh, to keep teams from tanking during the latter part of the year uh, so they could have a nice draft pick. Well, uh, last night they had their uh, draft, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, uh, when we come back from the break. But there, uh, there is a Franklin Academy in Winsboro. Okay, well, maybe that's what I'm thinking of, but that's way up there in uh, north Louisiana. Uh, in Winfield Parish, so uh, home of Huey Long. Um, but uh, interesting at baseball, um, keeping teams from tanking during the course of the year. And then we'll talk a little bit about uh, some more baseball free agent signings as the winter meetings are heating up and some trades. The Cubs picked up a player yesterday, uh, uh, Jeff, uh, in that regard. So, two. Uh, uh, two missed on, on the other one. Well, the, the reports anyway. I, okay. I'm not sure if it's – a holy official, but Cody Bellinger, that was the big one. Yes. And they also picked up a pitcher from the Yankees. Uh, his name uh, escaping me now, but I'm, I'm looking for it. Uh, uh, right-hander Jameson Talon. Okay. Four-year, $68 million deal, according to one report. And the Cubs also in the news. Uh, apparently the Cubs and Red Sox, uh, if not the finalists in the hunt uh, Host the 2025 All-Star Game. Oh, okay. I guess they've run out of new stadiums yeah. to give it to. Yeah, anybody building one now? Tell <laughs> anyway, uh, we got to go ahead and take our first break. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about that uh, with the Major League uh, Draft and how it's been set up again. So you're listening to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadow. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy the Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. Thursday, it's Southern Jack. Saturday, Cajun Company. And Sunday, T.K. Hewlin along with Steve Adams' four-piece trio. Remember, never a cover at the Quarter Tavern. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main, across from McDonald's. Best drink prices in the Berry Domestic Beer. Just $2, imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. And don't forget, now serving fresh fruit margaritas and daiquiris. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main. Follow them on Facebook for the calendar and daily specials. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. 
We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. Landry has been traveling around District 49 talking to friends and neighbors about bringing prosperity and economic freedom to all our citizens. As we visited with thousands of people across our great district, many asked, how can we get involved in moving our district forward? Join us by going to jacoblandryforlouisiana.com where you can easily sign up and join our campaign. Go to jacoblandryforlouisiana.com and register now to join us. Pay for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 107.5. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on Big Hump Day, uh, Wednesday, December 7th. And uh, as I mentioned as we were ready to take our break, that uh, Major League Baseball is uh, now going to a draft lottery uh, similar to what the uh, NBA does. And it uh, tries to uh, slow down the tanking of some teams uh, to get better uh, picks through the course of uh, the Major League Baseball draft. And the Pittsburgh Pirates secured the number one overall pick in next year's draft on Tuesday uh, during Major League Baseball's first draft lottery. The next five picks, respectively, went to the Washington Nationals, the Tigers, the Texas Rangers, the Minnesota Twins, and the Oakland Athletics. And Major League Baseball and the Players Association agreed to the draft lottery in the new collective bargaining agreement where – by the 18 teams that did not reach the postseason would vie for the first six selections. Odds based on the 2022 winning percentage range from 16.5% for the Pirates and Nationals to the A's 0.2% to the Milwaukee Brewers. And it will be the sixth time the Pirates picked first and the second time in three years they took uh, Louisville catcher uh, Henry Davis with the number one pick in 2021. And every once in a while in this game, as we all know, it helps to get a little bounce. So, uh, anyway, the Pirates general manager, Ben Sherrington, uh, said during an interview on the Major League Baseball Network, A's and tied for the best chance for the number one pick and finished with the sixth selection. The Twins took even a bigger step in the other direction, starting with the 13th best odds, ultimately picking fifth. And uh, number sevens to 18 picks in next year's draft slated for July from Seattle, the site of next year's All-Star game, which was slotted by reverse winning percentage followed by how teams finished in the postseason. Of course, the World Series champion Astros, for example, will pick 30th. Rounds 2 through 20th will uh, navigate entirely in reverse order of the winning percentage and postseason finish. So uh, when you're picking high up in the draft, we know that's really important. So a lot of boy, a lot of great picks out there in you know Major League Baseball. So uh, anyway, the Major League Baseball uh, this marks the sixth time the Pirates, as I mentioned, will select uh, first overall among the options they could look at with the top pick, according to uh, uh, Collie McDaniel, or LSU outfielder Dylan Cruz, Florida outfielder Wyatt Langford, and Ole Miss shortstop Jacob Gonzalez. So uh, all three uh, SEC players in that regard. So. Uh, Interesting uh, with uh, Major League Baseball trying to adopt uh, some things to uh, keep fans interested in, in that regard. So, uh, Jeff, um, something different for Major League Baseball, as we all know. And um, as we mentioned, uh, uh, the Cubs uh, picked up uh, Cody Ballinger, two years removed from an MVP in the National League, and uh, the Cubs agreed to him in a one-year $17.5 million contract. 
the 27-year-old Bellinger continued to provide gold glove caliber defense for the Dodgers last season in center field, addition to plus speed on the bases, but he continued to struggle offensively. Uh, boy, the year he won the MVP in 2019, the year before the COVID, he had 305 with 47 home runs, 115 RBIs, 15 stolen bases, while being worth a uh, 7.7 on the fans' graph with wins above replacement. Since then, though, uh, Bellinger has batted just 203 with a stretch of uh, 295 regular season games and. In those three years, uh, ranked 299th out of 338 qualified hitters during that time. So, uh, boy, if he can get back to his um, uh, 19, 2019 uh, stats, even uh, half of that, Jeff, hitting, uh, say, 25 home runs and hitting 275, 280, driving in 100 runs would be a big plus for the Cubs uh, next year in center field. If you uh, just saw it, but... Uh, looks like Aaron Judge and the Yankees have uh, agreed to a nine-year, $360 million deal. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, anyway, let's see. if I'll just pull that up real quickly. No, I didn't see that yet come out. But nine years, you said, $360 million. So uh, with the math, uh, $40 million a year. It would mm-hmm. be, is he highest-paid baseball player now? As uh, Mike Trout, I think, was at $35 million, yeah. yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, but, wow. Anyway. Uh, Tough to deny being the highest paid. Uh, again, you know, I, I say it a lot. Uh, I don't know if anybody's worth that much money, but if anybody is, you know, what, what more could he have done last year? Yeah, you're right. Uh, and I just got the uh, break just, just now, too, with regards to that. So Aaron Judge, Yankees, agreed a massive nine-year contract. Uh, uh, top sports headline, Aaron Judge appeared to have chosen the Yankees uh, Wednesday over several other teams who were in the market for the record-setting outfielder. A judge agreed uh, nine-year with the Yankees, according to a Major League Baseball network. A reported deal came a day after he was rumored to have done a deal with the Giants. And uh, according to the Athletic, the Yankees, uh, $360 million. Originally thought to have the signed uh, him on Tuesday, but apparent deal didn't come to fruition. And the Giants were like, yeah, you can you know, report what you want, but <laughs> that's news to me. You know, that's yeah. what the Giants were saying yesterday. Yeah, they're getting hit with it. The home run hitting outfielder uh, is now set to be a Yankee uh, for the most of his career. So the four-time All-Star slugger blasted 220 homers and knocked in 497 runs uh, um, and uh, hit 284 uh, with 729 Yankee games over the past seven seasons. And he was named the MVP of the league this past year, uh, uh, breaking Roger Maris's single-season AL home run record with 62 and was in the triple crown conversation until the end of the season. Judge led the majors uh, in RBIs with 131 on-base percentage, 425 slugging, 686 runs, 133 total bases, 391, while uh, his 111 walks, top the AL leaderboard is 311 batting average was the second best in the AL just five points behind Minnesota Twins uh, Luis Arreyes so uh, Judge now one of these uh, of course he was a millionaire before but now he's yeah. a multi-millionaire I told Kim yesterday uh, we were talking about it and I said don't give don't give up on your Yankee 99 jersey just yet um, <laughs> I agree and uh, if I the Yankees really want you they're gonna find the money yeah. uh, I mean they have the biggest TV market to deal with uh, the metro area New York probably uh, 
12 million people or more. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll find ways. And uh, uh, Steinbrenner's son's, Hal is one. I can't remember the other name of the other son. Pretty much one does one operation with the Yankees and the other one handles another operation with the Yankees. But Hal's and, definitely the main. Yeah, he's uh, uh, two people can sit on the horse. But somebody's got to sit in the front, and it's Hal right now leading the Yankees, along with Cashman, too. Uh, uh, didn't he sign? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think that's think a coincidence uh, either that Cashman uh, is solidly in the fold now. I mean, he, he was working without a contract uh, from the end of the baseball season uh, up until the weekend, and that may have been something for Judge. Judge had uh, hinted yesterday that he was a little put off by the fact that the Yankees, uh, uh, the initial contract offer uh, was released by the Yankees, The maybe a little more detailed that he would have rather been uh, in the, the briefcase uh, until it was official. But right. uh, apparently the Yankees sweetened the pot a little bit. Yeah, and then, of course, the Angels are for sale right now as uh, – uh, Commissioner Manfred said that um, it's a sales process involving a change in ownership of the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, they'd hope to complete it by opening day. And, of course, the Angels uh, have been owned by Artie Moreno for the past two decades. I think he purchased them from the estate of uh, the singing cowboy, uh, Gene Autry, uh, for the past 20 years. They won a World Series in '02. Um came close so many times. Of course, the heartbreak loss they suffered in and was it 85 or 86? 86. Yeah, when uh, they gave up the big home run uh, and the pitcher, Donnie Moore, uh, lost it. Uh, he ended up taking his life over that particular incident. So, uh, anyway, Major League Baseball, the winter meetings, I don't think they're done, Jeff. Uh, you and I both know uh, last-minute deals uh, get done before they shut it down. Uh, not not so much the free agent signings, though. But uh, the trades, yeah. But trades, uh, when, you know, that's an option. Uh, for agency, is a little bit of a different animal. That's right. That's right. But it is nice to have everybody in one room, so to speak. So it's you're not traveling coast to coast to, you know, uh, talk deals. Uh, you're right about that. So uh, anyway, uh, of course, um, uh, quickly now, uh, just uh, bouncing around a little bit. Of course, the World Cups down to the Big Eight as the Netherlands and Argentina, Croatia and Brazil, England and France, and Morocco and Portugal are the four teams left uh, in the uh, World Cup, or the eight teams left in the, in the World Cup right now. So, uh, well, that England France <laughs> match is going to be something too uh, to be uh, in that stadium in that particular day. Of course, Argentina. Uh, I mean, uh, Brazil is the number one in the rankings. Followed uh, Argentina, France is four, England five, Netherlands is eight, Portugal is nine, Croatia is twelfth, uh, Morocco is twenty second. So uh, they kind of the dark horse. Brazil's got a third chance of winning Portugal 14 Argentina 14 France uh, 13 12 to the Netherlands uh, 7 Croatia uh, 4 to Morocco and uh, England is also a 14 so uh, interesting uh, there so you see uh, Morocco uh, the last penalty and I, I hate the fact that they use the term penalty kick because it's not they're not penalty kicks it's overtime shootout that's and, right but they use the term penalty kick Anyway, the last one, uh, you know, the goalie stands in the middle and then pretty much tries to guess where you're going. Mm-hmm. This guy went right at the goalie, and the goalie bailed. You know, he, he, he thinking went, it would go yeah, wide. One way or the other, yeah. and it just went straight down Broadway. It was and, and not even real hard 
kick either. Yeah, um, just out thinking him. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And what, they allow, what, five shots? I think it's the best of five. Yeah. Yeah, um, whoever gets the most in in five. And if yeah. they tied, did they do it again? Until, right. Until it's accomplished. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody gets uh, more, one more than the uh, opponent. And Morocco got three, uh, but Spain hadn't had any in their first three attempts. So at that point, they just ended it because there was no way Spain right. could get three. Correct. Anyway, the uh, quickly, the uh, power rankings out in the National Football League. The Eagles are back at number one, Cowboys at uh, two, Bills three, Chiefs four, Vikings uh, five, followed by the Bengals, 49ers, Dolphins, Ravens, Titans. In the next five, 11 through 15, Commanders, uh, Jets, Giants, Seahawks, uh, Buccaneers. Uh, from 16 to uh, 20, uh, the, um, the Patriots along with uh, Chargers, Lions, Packers, and Raiders. The next five, 21 to 25, are the Browns, Steelers, Falcons, Cardinals, and Jaguars. Then in the, I'm going to say just the last seven, uh, the Panthers, the Saints. The Saints uh, stayed the same. They were 27th last week, uh, along with the Rams, Colts, Bears, Broncos, and Texans. And, you know, looking at it, I can never remember a, a Super Bowl team uh, being ranked that low the following year after they uh, had won the Super Bowl, not necessarily participated in it, mm-hmm. but won it. So uh, the Rams just having their uh, tough times. So in that regard, uh, elsewhere um, around uh, Sporting World in the Lightning Round, of course, the free agent deals we talked about. Uh, starting pitcher. Tijuan Walker, four years, $72 million with the Phillies. Another starting pitcher we talked about with the Cubs and Tellen, uh, four years, $68 million with the Cubs. Of course, Cody Ballinger with the Cubs at one year at seventeen and a half. Uh, the Fanatics has uh, raised $700 million in new financing led by uh, private equity firm uh, Clear, Clear Lake Capital. Uh, so that's um, baseball right now is a lot of talk, with, uh, of course, with the NFL season being in in fire, but uh, Titans fired their general manager, John yeah. Robinson, on Tuesday, two days after the Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown, who Robinson failed to resign, had a huge revenge game against his former team. So uh, Robinson's out in, uh, as a GM in, uh, in Tennessee as the Titans uh, fired him. And uh, still leading the division, too. Yes. You know, this is not a, a team that has been. Uh, drowning uh it's it's uh yeah a bit of a shocker yeah as long as they got that big back back there they they can be in a lot of games for that matter as uh 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 derek uh, uh he could he can he can set a game apart uh with his running the six foot four 250 pound uh tailback so uh Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and take our next break. You're listening to Bayou Sports here on a big hump day, Wednesday, December 7th on FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be right back with more right after this. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880 or go to answertopain.com. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. 
become part of something bigger. Join the team. We're currently hiring for a variety of offshore positions in both our production and construction divisions, and you can apply right now at danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. Thursday, it's Southern Jack. Saturday, Cajun Company. And Sunday, T.K. Hewlin along with Steve Adams' four-piece trio. Remember, never a cover at the Quarter Tavern. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main, across from McDonald's. Best drink prices in the Berry Domestic Beer. Just $2 imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. And don't forget, now serving fresh fruit margaritas and daiquiris. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main. Follow them on Facebook for the calendar and daily specials. Hi, this is Boxcar Bajlow, inviting you to join me and PGA Golf professional Teddy Slyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m., we'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes. And we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367-1240. Chip Shots is sponsored by the Coca-Cola Bottling Company, GolfBalls.com, and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Kang Road, and Sugar Oak. So let's make it tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Dream us live on Kane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day. Now back to Bayou Sports. Phone lines are open to talk sports at 367-1240. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big hump day, uh, Wednesday, December the 7th. And uh, some some little coaching notes quickly in college uh, football as uh, Arkansas defensive coordinator Odom has taken the job at UNLV. He beat out Coach O, I guess, Coach O's name was uh, in there as one of the applicants for that job out in Las Vegas, uh, but he goes to Odom, the Arkansas defensive coordinator who's been there approximately two, three years and was formerly a head coach, I want to say at Missouri, and he'll be the new uh, head coach at uh, UNLV as uh, Coach O's name was brought about in an opportunity. And, uh, of course, a new coach over in Colorado is prime time, uh, Deion Sanders, uh, you know, he's, did, I don't know if you saw any of his press conference accepting the uh, position as a head football coach. He told his current uh, Colorado Buffaloes that I can't, you can't help me. Y'all get, y'all need to go in the portal. Basically, what he was telling a lot of his football players, and of course, we mentioned this. Uh, I think Monday, uh, as he's going to bring his quarterback uh, son from Jackson State uh, out to Colorado also. So it should be pretty interesting to keep an eye on what he does. As Colorado went 1-11 this year. Yeah, uh, and so you can understand his concern about uh, the current uh, uh, players on that roster. But he did also tell his players at Jackson State, hey, don't expect to come with me. You oh, know, really? I, 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 okay. do, do not make those – it's another level of football. Yeah. And he pretty much said, you know, great, you, you guys have been great at this level. But that doesn't mean you're ready to go to the next one. Uh-huh. So, uh, again, uh, you know, it made it pretty – so I, I had heard that, but I hadn't heard what you just uh, said. Yeah, he pretty much uh, just told him, uh, look out. I wouldn't be surprised, Jeff, like, uh, well, along with his son, if he cherry pick a player or two off that Jackson State team. It just goes with the territory as Napier did the same thing to the Cajuns. Uh, 
when he uh, moved on to the Gators uh, last year. As he cherry picked a running back, a couple offensive linemen, uh, etc. So, uh, but, but again, Division One to Division One, true, or what used to be Division true. One, uh, as opposed to FCS to FBS, and you know, so uh, yeah. again, yeah, uh, you're right, and uh, but uh, I'm sure he's got some. You know, he had the number one coli- uh, high school player he uh, took uh, uh, when he took that job back uh, two years ago. Uh, uh, I'm trying to Travis Davis, I think was the name of the young man that he took away from the Alabamas and the Georgias yeah, and the LSU. No, no doubt. So, uh, you know, he, he has some star power. Oh yeah, he's gonna bring he's gonna bring a, a player or two. Anyway, the NBA, of course, the Pelicans uh, play tonight. Uh, you catch that on Valley Sports uh, Network. Uh, I'm trying to remember who they take on tonight, but uh, uh, is, is it Denver? It might be Denver. Uh, they play tonight. Uh, over in the uh, uh, in New Orleans, so uh, in the Smoothie King. Anyway, the NBA power rankings out, and I want to bring that up because the Celtics, uh, man, they're just playing. They're twenty and five right now, and they just have beating teams left and right. Followed by the Bucks, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are number two. Phoenix Suns come in at third, and uh, guess what? New Orleans Pelicans come in as uh, fourth uh, power rankings uh, in the NBA right now, with a fifteen and eight record. And the Pelicans on a four-game winning streak. Of course, Zion Williamson's uh, playing on both sides of the floor. He's been a big part of uh, the Celtic. I uh, mean, the uh, Pelicans' uh, rejuvenation, and uh, he's averaging 27 points, uh, just about 10 rebounds, six assists, two steals, and uh, almost two blocks per game while shooting 64% from the field. He has at least one steal and one block in four consecutive games for the first time in his career. So uh, keep an eye on uh, Zion as the uh, Pelicans, as I mentioned, uh, they get going again tonight. They take on Detroit. Uh, okay, close enough. Uh, Detroit seven and nineteen. Starts with a D. Yeah, that, I knew. I knew it. I didn't think it was Dallas uh, in that regard, but I thought it maybe might have been Denver at the Smoothie King. They're ten point pick tonight, and they're averaging one hundred and seventeen points a game, which is fourth in the league uh, in that regard. So they're also shooting uh, pretty well too. At 48.5% from the field, that's pretty impressive uh, uh, today. And they're averaging 4.5 blocks along with uh, only 14 turnovers a game. And uh, total rebounds, 45, which is seventh in the league. So uh, right now the Pelicans, uh, they're pretty much um, they're the show in New Orleans right now with the Saints uh, having a 4-9 record. So uh, if you got a chance to head to New Orleans, the Smoothie King, to check out the uh, – the Pelicans, uh, it, it'd be interesting to see. Elsewhere in um, uh, collegiate um, basketball tonight, they've got some big games on tonight uh, in that regard. So if you want to watch uh, the, on TV tonight also, the Suns and the Celtics go at it, but that's a late game. It comes on around 9 o'clock uh, if you want to watch that. So uh, elsewhere uh, on the men's side, UConn's at Florida that's at uh, eight o'clock tonight. Uh, undefeated Huskies visit the six three and three Gators. Of course, elsewhere in the NBA, the early game tonight: the Hawks at the Knicks, and uh, pretty much uh, interesting. So, um, a lot going on in the sporting world right now uh, in that regard. So, uh, uh, Pelicans uh, playing well, considering that the Saints are trying to look through here, Jeff. If there are any matchups tonight in collegiate basketball with ranked teams uh just going through the schedule of the games tonight do not see any don't know um with lsu or the cajuns uh uh play um 
anything in the next day or two. I hadn't seen anything of that nature. Um, the only ranked teams I see going at it tonight, Purdue is at is uh, entertaining Hofstra. Purdue, of course, is 8-0. They're uh, fourth in the country right now. Tennessee 7-1 is going to uh, have uh, Eastern Kentucky visit. Elsewhere, ranked teams uh, around uh, collegiate basketball. Number 14, Indiana. Uh, uh, Nebraska journeys to uh, Indiana to take on the Hoosiers. Elsewhere, Connecticut, as I mentioned, goes to Florida to take on the Gators. Uh, Connecticut is the fifth-ranked team. Um, other than that's the, pretty much the ranked teams I have in uh, play for tonight uh, in that regard. LSU, by the way, their next game Saturday at Wake Forest or in a tournament, uh, something about holiday hoops giving. All right. And Cajuns' uh, next game, they host Samford at 7 o'clock on Saturday. The LSU game at 1 uh, on ESPNU, uh, ESPN Plus for UL Saturday. All right. Anyway, uh, and also I mentioned uh, earlier in the broadcast, if you're just starting to listen in right now, uh, the LSU Tigers have uh, three players that uh, hit the transfer portal uh, in the last three, two days, three days. And, of course, uh, one of them is a local player out of uh, St. Thomas More's. Jack Bash decided to uh, move on from LSU, said it was one of the toughest decisions he ever had to make. Uh, there's talk that TCU might be entertaining him. You know, Besh, uh, uh, the former uh, Cougar from St. Thomas More, along with Demarius McGee. Not sure where Demarius is, uh, McGee's from, but he's a cornerback with the Tigers. who was a four-star recruit coming out of high school, along with Antoine Sampa, who is also a four-star recruit, that uh, they're eligible immediately. LSU had two other players earlier in the year uh, enter the portal, uh, or decide to transfer in Philip Webb, who was another four-star recruit coming uh, out of high school, along with Jordan Tolls, another four-star recruit. Looks like he's heading to, uh, uh, looks like uh, Sam Houston State. Uh, maybe he's from Texas and heading back in that way. So uh, uh, recruiting news, as I mentioned, uh, December 21st, uh, when high school players can sign their initial letters of intent. Of course, National Signing Day will be sometime in the first Wednesday in February. When uh, well, there is that early signing, yeah, and that's the twenty-first of yeah. this month. So, uh, and the majority of schools sign their players, but the transfer portal now is getting to be so important with uh, players moving around and shifting and all. So uh, that'll come into play too. Where and you know something needs to be done about that. Uh, I, I saw recently uh, where a young man, and I'm trying to think of where he was playing. He's gotten into the portal again. This He'll be playing for his fourth different team in the next four years. Mm. So, you know, uh, where does it stop? Of course, all these kids want to play. You can't blame them. Uh, they want to play uh, right away, so they're trying to land in a spot where maybe there's a hole in the offensive line or running back or wide receiver or defense, whatever the case may be. And uh, they just want to play, and they're looking for opportunities. And, uh I know it's uh, Opportunity Plus. Uh, look, LSU picked up Daniels this year from Arizona State. and The job he's done, of course, uh, arguably uh, hot and cold at times, but uh, um, just a good pickup. Of course, Nussmeyer comes in the game uh, last Saturday in the second half, does a whale of a job, throws for almost 300 yards. So uh, and there were talk he might hit the portal because uh, Daniels has another year. Will he stay at LSU? I'm sure he will. And it was JT Daniels. That was the young man that's going to be playing for his fourth school in four years. So uh, uh, the transfer portal is making players out of everybody. So 
Anyway, with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and take our next break. You listen to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880 or go to AnswerToPain.com. I am Jacob Lander, and I'm tired of seeing Louisiana fumble away good-paying jobs to our neighbors across the Sun Belt. That's why I'm running for state representative of District 49, because bringing opportunity back to Louisiana is a touchdown for all of us. As your next state representative, I will work hard to expand vocational training programs so that all of our people can have the tools to succeed. I am Jacob Landry, and I am a proven job creator. All I need is your support and your vote. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Louisiana. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 107.5. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big hump day, uh, December 7th. Uh, on FM 107.5 and AM 1240. Uh, just looking over, the matchups have all been set for all of our, what, 40-plus bowl games or approximately. Of course, we've got three Louisiana teams that will be playing uh, throughout the course of uh, the holidays. Of course, the first one will, as uh, the Cajuns, will take on the University of Houston Cougars over in the Independence Bowl, and that game's going to be uh, December 23rd at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's a Friday. Is that right? Friday yeah. afternoon. Yeah, Independence Bowl. Well, for some that is, it's almost like uh, how on Christmas Eve a lot of people take off. That's That yeah. Friday is going to be about as useless in the workplace as possible, probably. So you may as well play a Friday afternoon game on the 23rd. Yeah, and, uh, of course, uh, Cajun fans will be making the trek up to uh, Shreveport, which is about uh, maybe a little over three hours away in that regard. Houston's a uh, six-and-a-half-point uh, favorite in that game. The over-and-under is 61-and-a-half. Uh, Cajuns take on a Houston team uh, 
that's seven and five. The Cajuns, of course, had to win last uh, weekend or the weekend before to qualify for bowl eligibility. The Cajuns come in six and six. Uh, started off uh, two and zero, oh, and then uh, lost three in a row. Lost their winning streak that was uh, 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 leading the nation at the time. And uh, Coach Mike Desimo even that uh, record up as he took down uh, Texas State over in San Marcos uh, a couple weeks ago or ten days ago. Anyway, uh, should be an interesting ball game. A lot of firepower. The Cajuns average 27, Houston 37 a game. Defense is where it's going to come into play. Houston's allowing 33 points a game, while UL's only giving up 23. You wonder if that's going to be the difference in the game. Of course, total yards, Houston's giving up 430, uh, and the Cajuns only 362. Uh, meanwhile, UL gives up 219 throwing and Houston 286. Elsewhere, uh, the Cajuns give up only 142 yards on the ground, while the Cougars 144. So uh, uh, if uh, the Cajun defense can uh, hold their own there and keep uh, keep Houston scoring uh, down, uh, Cajuns got a chance to win this game. Big game for them, uh, playing in a nice bowl game other than the New Orleans Bowl, which seemed like uh, that's what they always played in. But uh, good luck to Coach uh, Mike uh, Desimo as uh, his team. Uh, looking for a bold victory in that regard. Elsewhere, uh, the other uh, second uh, Louisiana team uh, playing in a bowl game, of course, the LSU Tigers will play on the Monday, January the 2nd at noon as they take on the Purdue Ballermakers. And uh, Drew Brees is former uh, alma mater. So we'll see if uh, Drew had it was an article somewhere. I saw that he has a division in the household. Uh, not sure. Uh, his wife also is a Purdue graduate, so uh, he met her at Purdue. Purdue comes in eight and five. The uh, Tigers at nine and four in the Citrus Bowl over in our, the Orlando area. Uh, so we'll see what the Tigers can do uh, as they um, plan for probably the, about their fortieth or fiftieth bowl game, if I had to guess in that regard. Elsewhere, the uh, other Louisiana team, of course, the Green Wave of Tulane from New Orleans, take on USC over in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, a shame that our fans won't be able to see our two Louisiana teams. Of course, you've got picture in a picture. Uh, they both play at the same time, the same date. Of course, uh, Tulane will be playing at the Jerry World. That's the AT&T Stadium up in uh, Arlington, Texas. USC comes in a two-point pick over and under 61 and a half, or 61, excuse me. And uh, Tulane only gives up about 20 points a game, USC 28. USC gives up uh, 415 total yards, Tulane 342. Tulane gives up 188 yards passing, uh, USC 266. Tulane gives up 153 uh, in rushing, uh, SC 148. So not sure if the SC quarterback, uh, uh, who is the Heisman favorite from what I understand, Jeff. I don't know if you've been hearing that at Caleb uh, Washington, who transferred from Oklahoma when uh, – uh, the coach uh, moved on. Uh, Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma last year, which was a surprise to the Sooner fans, and uh, headed to Southern Cal. Think about that move. Uh, there's a lot of question marks about Lincoln Riley moving, and uh, he makes the move and almost gets him into the playoff. That's right. I mean, I mean that's right. Uh, almost, but, uh, boy, Utah handled him pretty much in the second half of that game last Friday night. So, uh Anyway, we'll see. There's talk that uh, Caleb Washington might be the Heisman Trophy frontrunner. Uh, you also have Bennett from Georgia along with uh, the TCU quarterback. Uh, and uh, with the uh, fourth quarterback, uh, his name escapes me. Uh, 
Oh, man. Why, why? It's, uh, Bennett from uh, Georgia, the TCU quarterback, Washington from U.S. Ohio uh, State's US. quarterback? Yeah, yeah, J.P. Uh, uh, Stroud. So uh, that one of those four will win the Heisman. So uh, they say Washington was a front runner. But I think a lot of those votes were already in after the game last Friday night in that regard. So uh, anyway, pretty much uh, college football. I don't know if you see anything late, if there's anything hot off the wall, like the Aaron Judge signing or anything else that maybe it's yeah, I, I saw where Leslie Frazier is uh, named to watch for the Colts head coaching job in the offseason. I'd like to see him get another opportunity uh, and, and there, there were questions about uh, Jim Irsay and diversity and hiring Jeff Saturday and you know I, I completely understand the move but especially Jim Irsay uh, has hired two African-American head football coaches and won a Super Bowl with one of them so I don't think That's it's right. a diversity problem but I would like to see uh, and I've got a bias Leslie Frazier a part of that 46 defense of the Bears okay. in the mid 80s right. Yeah, I'd certainly like to see it. And the NFL Man of the Year nominees have been announced, and uh, I want to pull up uh, quickly the Saints uh, I nominee. I think it's Davis, isn't it? It is indeed uh, Demario Davis. Yeah, I think he was nominated for the uh, Man of the Year in that regard. So uh, usually it takes place with uh, givings back to the community in that regard, not only his ability on the field, but it's also his, his friendships and uh I guess benevolent community off relations, the yeah, off the field, so, and, and it's uh, not always you know what you did that season, but it's often a lifetime of work or, yeah, or, that's or right. a career, uh, maybe not lifetime, but um, just because uh, you know you've done it repeatedly, not just one good year, one good deed, right? And of course, in Major League Baseball, it's a Roberto Clemente Award that uh, goes to uh, a distinguished. Major leaguer uh, with commitment to his uh, community and all. Anyway, uh, don't know if you have anything else. Nope, that's about it breaking. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, of course, as always, uh, we end our segment with today in sports history. Of course, today, December 7th, uh, as uh, FDR said, a day that will live in infamy. And uh, there are not many of those uh, old veterans that uh, were there that day and. uh Honolulu for the attack on Pearl Harbor. But in the meantime, 1937, Red Sox acquire a contract of a 19-year-old, the splendid splinter, Ted Williams. As they acquire uh, Ted Williams, uh, of course, uh, just two years later, he's in the major leagues uh, with the Red Sox. In 1939, Lou Gehring, 36, is elected to baseball's Hall of Fame. Of course, you've got to wait six years. I think the uh, only other uh, Hall of Fame inductee that didn't go six years, I think, was Roberto It Pomeni. was. He went in the next August. So those two, uh, of course, were tragic endings to both of them with ALS with Gehring and a uh, plane crash with uh, Clemente. In 1949, the fifth Heisman Trophy Award went out, and for the first time it was an in as Leon Hart from the Notre Dame Fighting Irish won the award. I don't think there have been another offensive lineman. Of course, he was a tight end and defensive end for the Irish uh, basically in one platoon football back then. Elsewhere in 1980, the PGA Senior Championship Men's Golf in Turnberry Isle Country Club, Arnold Palmer wins on a birdie in the first playoff hole against Paul Horney. Elsewhere in 1985, uh, the 51st Heisman was awarded, and Bo knows that's right, Bo Jackson of Auburn, the running back at Auburn, 
who uh, tested it, uh, his skills in Major League Baseball and became an all-star. I think they're still looking for that ball he hit in that all-star game. Anyway, Bo Jackson, uh, running back from Auburn, uh, the 51st Heisman Trophy Award winner on this date. 1988, Rangers signed free agent pitcher Nolan Ryan to a one-year contract. And I'm trying to remember, I think he threw a no-hitter up in uh in, uh, with the Rangers. He's got seven of them. He threw them all over the place. Uh, Major League Baseball's Nolan Ryan, one-year contract with the Rangers. Did Nin- he only play one year? No, I think it he played. Like yeah, he played I think longer. he wanted to play. Uh, w- was he pitching with the Rangers when he had the, the little Robin fist Venture, to Yes, <laughs> indeed. I remember. <laughs> had him in a headlock. Anyway, um, 1995, the NBA settled the strike with the referees as they returned to uh, call the games on December 12th uh, as they settled it today. And uh, I can remember some of those games. Uh, I don't know. I guess some of those collegiate referees uh, made pretty good little money uh, in the meantime for, for about 45 days. Elsewhere in 1996, the first Big 12 championship game was held as Texas beat number three Nebraska 37 to 20. 37 to 27 uh, in a game, uh, and I think that game was played, in, uh, I want to say, in the Alamo Dome. Anyway, uh, in the meantime, uh, on this date in 2020, the competitive form of breakdancing, you ready, was confirmed as an Olympic sport for Paris in 2024. Breakdancing, can you believe that, is a sport in the Olympics? Well, who knows? Anyway, birthdays today. Now, born on this date in 1947, Hall of Fame catcher. 14-time All-Star, the man that can hold seven baseballs in one hand, Johnny Bench, uh, celebrating a birthday today. Uh, I think he's 76, or excuse me, 70. No, he won the MVP in 76. Uh, Johnny Bench, how's my man? 75 today? Wow. Born in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Also born in this date, uh, Hall of Famer forward and coach executive and three-time NBA champion, 12-time All-Star, born in West Baden, Indiana. The Bird, Larry Bird, celebrating a birthday. Amazing. He and Johnny Bench uh, celebrating uh, birthdays today. Larry Bird, of course, he, he could talk on the floor. I can tell you that. He was a squawker. Meanwhile, also born on this date, 1973, uh, Hall of Fame wide receiver, five-time, first-time All-Pro a receiver, born in, uh, played with the, 49ers, the Cowboys, the Eagles, born in Alexander City, Alexander. Terrell Owens, born on this day, along with Bench and Bird. Uh, also born on this day, former LSU All-American offensive lineman and Steeler uh, lineman. I think a Hall of Famer, too. Born in New Orleans, Allen Fanatic, uh, uh, born on this date uh, in 1976. Played for John Curtis, I want to say, for a couple of years before his father was transferred to Houston, where he ended up uh, going to, for a couple of years in high mm. school until LSU signed him. Elsewhere, deaths on this day. Don't call me Richie Dick Allen, uh, an infielder, seven-time All-Star, uh, MVP of the American League in 72 with the White Sox. He passed away on this date, the COVID year. Oh, no, right before COVID. COVID started in March or uh, February of uh, 2020. He was 78. Uh, Richie Allen, that true story. I can remember listening to a Cardinal game in 1970 when he was playing with the Cardinals, playing first base. He hits a long fly ball. I remember Jack Buck uh, hollering, screaming about it's out of here. And the ball hit a hawk mm. uh, or some type of bird and fell down. And Pete Rose caught it, and they caught him out. Unbelievable. I'll never forget that. I mean, Jack Buck and it would just, it hit a hawk. Dick uh, Allen had hit a bird up in the air and fell into Pete Rose's glove in right field. 
and they called him out. Anyway, the quote of the day, thought this was uh, interesting from uh, the former Dallas Cowboy coach, uh, Tom Landry, uh, who said, today you have 100% of your life left to live. And uh, he was accurate about that. Don't ever think that the good old days were behind you. Today are the good old days. Anyway, that's today in sports history, December 7th, here on Hump Day, here at Kane Radio, FM 107.5, AM 1240. Jeff, that's about it for this morning. Absolutely. Do want to thank our sponsors, the Headache and Pain Center, Schwing Insurance, Kane Royal Golf and Turf Club, the Quarter Tavern, LA Classic Roofing, and Jacob Landry, candidate for State Representative District Number 49.